Hi, I'm Gail from Europod. Before enjoying your podcast, allow me to say a few words about Europe Talks Back. In the third season of Europe Talks Back, I want to uncover the topics that matter or should matter to all of us. From gender to bodies and sex, digital to migration and urban landscapes, and everything in between. Rather than focusing on macro-level policies, let's zoom in and talk to the brave activists and volunteers with lived experience, who are working directly with marginalized communities to further equity, justice, and liberation for all. Europod. Exploring citizen science. Can research and society be reconnected? Episode 7. Too good to be Vera. Well, as Net7, we are uh, responsible of the development of Vera within Coeso. So we are responsible of the overall work package dedicated to the design and development of uh, Vera platform. I am Tiziana Lombardo. I am senior project manager uh, at Net7 and I am the business developer of the digital humanities sector. So this is Tiziana Lombardo, senior project manager and business developer of the digital humanities sector at Net7 speaking to me on a video call. In this episode, she will help us together with her colleagues to understand a central piece of Coeso, namely the Vera platform. I hinted at Vera at the end of the previous episode and we'll deal extensively with it along the whole episode, but in a nutshell, Vera is an online platform with the aim of enabling a collaborative build-up of citizen science in and with social sciences and the humanities projects. But first, let's take a few steps back to try to understand two things. First, who is behind this very important part of the Coeso project? And second, how Vera takes up a place in a wider context of platforms fostering communications in the field of social sciences and humanities in Europe. So first on the list, who is who? And more specifically, who is Net7, the company Tiziana works for? Net7 is an IT company based in Pisa, Italy, and we are a system integrator specialized in different verticals. One of them is the digital humanities one. So we develop solutions for the digital humanities uh, world. What's a system integrator, though? As system integrator, we integrate uh, different uh, technologies. We bring together different, for instance, uh, we build platforms to make, uh, I'm not using a proper word, but uh, environment to collaborate. At this point, I asked Tiziana to give us an example. For instance, uh, we take data from uh, production machines and then uh, through the integration with the software, we make this data become uh, understandable and visible by people that are not uh, from the IT sector, but for instance, need to take decisions out of what they see in the interface. So, as you might have noticed, Tiziana introduced herself as Net7's business developer for the digital humanities, which is one of their verticals. 
Therefore, how does what Etienne described until now apply to what she defined as a vertical of Net7, that is, to digital humanity specifically? We have developed some products specifically for researchers in the digital humanities, for digital scholarly editions, for instance, or web annotators. And these products came out really from a strict collaboration with researchers. We have been approached by researchers asking for specific solutions. The second thing I wanted to discuss before jumping onto Vera's features and how it was built and designed is how Vera fits a broader context of platforms and communication services dedicated to social sciences and humanities in Europe. To do so, I will start mentioning that today, Net7, so once again the company behind Vera, is a member of the Opera's research infrastructure. I know, I know, what the heck is Opera's now, right? Well. Back to Tiziana. We are one of the members of the OPERAS research infrastructure, which is the research infrastructure devoted to open scholarly communication in social science and humanities. Okay, let's pause, recap and detail things here, just for a minute, because this is actually quite important. Net7 is an IT company and system integrator, specialized, among other things, in the digital humanities. And Net7 is a member of the Opera's research infrastructure. What Opera's does as a research infrastructure is supporting open scholarly communication in the social sciences and humanities in the European research area. And I know I'm not making it easier right now, but it is really to give you the full picture. So I was saying open scholarly communication. You want to know what that means now, right? Luckily, the mission statement on Opera's very own website can help us out here. Let me resort to my dear AI voice. Opera's aim is to make open science a reality for research in the social sciences and humanities and achieve a scholarly communication system where knowledge produced in the social sciences and humanities benefits researchers, academics, students, and more generally the whole society across Europe and worldwide without barriers. Now, why did I bother to explain you what Operas is? Because next, I ideally would like you to go and visit the website of Vera, which you find at www.vera.operas-eu.org. So in fact, as the very URL of the platform tells us already, Vera and Operas are connected. More specifically, through Coeso, Vera has become one of the dedicated services of Operas, the research infrastructure supporting open scholarly communication in the social sciences and humanities in the European research area. So, next on this episode, I wanted to take a look at the behind the scenes and philosophy of Vera, of course. My name is Alexandra Tankova and I'm a designer specialized in designing uh, the visual and interactive elements of digital products, such as websites, platforms, mobile applications. And of course, I'm a user interface designer at Net7. My responsibilities are to create an intuitive and visually appealing interface that, uh, of course, get better the user experience. So this is Alexandra Tankova, who is behind the design of Vera. She took the lead of this project as a designer following initial work by another designer at Net7, namely Giulio Andreini. 
So I needed to understand the project requirements, the target audience, and uh, design this interface easy to navigate, visually consistent, and of course align with the project's branding. By project branding, Alexandra means the branding of Coeso. One big challenge for me was to try to create an innovative and helpful platform that stands apart from other citizen science platforms that already exist. And uh, this is not pretty simple because how many digital products are on the market? So trying to do something new and something innovative, it's not simple. From Alexandra's intervention, it appears clear that with Vera, Coesa wants to do something innovative in the field of platforms and websites dedicated to citizen science. And as Alexandra said, the challenge was to create an innovative and helpful platform that stands apart from other citizen science platforms that already exist. But how so? I discussed this further with yet another colleague of both Tiziana and Alexandra. So Net7 contacted me and we had some conversations about the Coeso project. And so they brought me on to do initially user research, so interviews, some workshops with our users. And then this kind of relationship evolved into a much longer term one where I worked on the user experience design. I'm Bill Costello. I'm a user experience researcher and designer. And I've been collaborating with uh, Net7 for the Coeso project, working on the design of the Vera platform, and as well as uh, doing the user research. Well, the key concept here is user research. In the context of the Coeso project, this implied a lot of interactions. Bill mentioned it himself. Interviews, workshops. But with whom? I asked Bill to go through the process of building up Vera. Well, the interviews were really enlightening and interesting because I did get to speak to people who have all these different roles uh, within Coeso. So I talked to a lot of the, the members of the pilots in Coeso, but also people from outside the project. The feeling that I got from the interviews was kind of a stereotype. What does Bill mean by that? And I mean the word stereotype. The average person doing these projects, doing it from a place of passion and maybe a sense of activism and trying to actually create something concrete, concrete result. Whereas speaking with the researchers really highlighted the fact that they want to engage more with the public, that they struggle to do that because they know that the language that they use is, is not very comprehensible to normal people. So there's a big willingness and desire to connect with people. And so that idea came out of the interviews as a core principle of Vera to try to connect these different people. But yet again, what makes Coeso really stand out compared to other platforms that already exist and that showcase citizen science projects? Let me bring in again Tiziana. You listened to at the very beginning of this episode. I would like to stress one aspect that is the one of uh, collaboration, because uh, there are a lot of uh, citizen science platforms out there. 
Some of them are uh, really showcases of uh, citizen science projects. Some of them help researchers to collect data from citizens, while uh, VERA has been built to become a collaboratory, so bringing together different stakeholders to build together uh, projects. So in this sense, uh, I would say that is quite uh, innovative, also especially because it targets uh, citizen science in the social science and humanities domain, which is something that hasn't been that much explored since now. Not only, as Tiziana said, Vera was built to be collaboratory. Vera was a collaboratory experience itself. I mean, Bill already told us about the interviews and workshops, but I had the chance to discuss the content of this episode via email with Alessia Magnotto, our very Cicerone of Citizen Science of episode one and two. She wrote to me that the whole design process of VERA has been a continuous back and forth from abstraction to implementation, passing through the identification or explicitation of needs or requirements, workshops with users, benchmarking, connections with the other platforms, to be sure this project strand of COESO would build a and on an open ecosystem. As a matter of fact, Alessia suggested that VERA has been built through co-design rather than design. Net7 was the technical lead, of course, but the other members of the consortium of COESO gave critical input too. Coming to the end of this episode, I'd like to get back to the end result of this process and the final aim of VERA. This is Bill and me exchanging on this topic. So it's a platform that aims to improve collaboration between researchers in the, the social sciences and humanities, but also make the collaboration more simple and really encourage collaboration between researchers. And by that, I mean academic, professional researchers and anyone who considers themselves to be a researcher. So that's where you get into the citizen part of citizen science and the participation where we are trying to encourage, you know, as a mission of participatory research, the fact that anyone can participate. So artists, journalists, policymakers, your average person can contribute to a project and everyone has their specific knowledge that is really fundamental to participatory research project. So on Vera, you can create your own project, but you know, if you go, for instance, on other projects, can you ask to join them as well? Yes, this is a feature that we're, we're working on implementing. We've kind of started with the idea that you create a project with people that you already have your team in mind, essentially. So you can invite people to your project. Now uh, that we've got the core working, we're starting the development of a matchmaking system that will match projects to users and vice versa always kind of in line with your background, your skills, your interests, the disciplines or academic subjects that you're interested in. And so then with the implementation of that system, we'll let users request to join a project. Yeah. And I guess at least in theoretical terms from my perspective is that what could make a difference in terms of Vera being a repository of projects towards something much more interactive, right? I mean, that's my feeling, at least right now on the spot. Yeah, I don't think anything like that exists online right now. 
Between the time we recorded the interviews with Tiziana, Alexandra and Bill on the one hand and the release of this episode on the other one, Vera has already undergone several updates, but the logic of the tool is absolutely intact and stays true to what you have listened to in this episode. As a matter of fact, in the browser project section of Vera, you can find almost all the Coeso pilot projects, but also already new projects. Only time will tell if this platform will achieve its goals, but surely it is a true innovation in the field of citizen science. Most importantly, as already mentioned earlier on this podcast, the Vera platform is probably the main action item that will stay after Coeso is over. So to speak, it's the future of Coeso. And also, it's a part of the future of citizen science in the field of social sciences and humanities in the European research area. Next up, though, on Exploring Citizen Science, we will take a look at the past. And more specifically, to when, why and how the European Commission started to invest strategically in citizen science. And, therefore, also into COESO, among a whole constellation of citizen science projects. Absolutely. I remember perfectly well the first time this citizen science word crossed my professional life, let's put it that way. There was this very specific program called Science Within for Society. And within this very specific program, because it's cross-cutting inside uh, all the programs that we have uh, in research and innovation, there was a particular field which was public engagement. Do you want to hear more podcasts that get to the bottom of things that stand out in the ambient noise? Join Europod. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify and our newsletter. Follow us on LinkedIn, Twitter and Instagram. Discover our brand new website at www.europod.eu and join us in our fight. Europod. Clear the noise. Start to listen. Listen.